Wednesday of Holy Week. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I shall praise the Savior's glory, of his flesh the mysteries sing, and the blood all price excelling, shed by our, our immortal King. God made man for our salvation, who from virgin pure did spring. Born for us, and for us given, born a man like us below, Christ as man with man residing, lived the seed of truth to sow. Suffered bitter death unflinching, and immortal love did show. On the night before he suffered, seated with his chosen band, Jesus, when they all had feasted, faithful to the law's command, far more precious food provided, gave himself with his own hand. Word made flesh, true bread of heaven, by his word made flesh to be. From the wine his blood is taken, though our senses cannot see. Faith alone, which is unshaken, shows pure hearts the mystery. Therefore we, before him falling, this great sacrament revere. Ancient forms are now departed, for new acts of grace are here. Faith our feeble senses aiding, makes the Savior's presence clear. To the everlasting Father, and his Son who reigns on high, with the Holy Ghost proceeding forth from each eternally, be all honor, glory, blessing, power, and endless majesty. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for I, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me, at the thought of it the fire blazed up, and my tongue burst into speech. O oh Lord, you have shown me my end, how short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath, the man who stood so firm. A mere shadow, the man passing by. A mere breath, the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. And now, Lord... What is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sins and correct him, like the moth you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Through your Son you taught us, Father, not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us to find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord, let me not weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil, plan ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit? You love evil more than good, lies more than truth, 
you love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning, and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. When I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people to myself. Reading from the letter to the Hebrews, Strive for peace with all men, and for that holiness without which no one can see the Lord. See to it that no man falls away from the grace of God, that no bitter root springs up through which many may become defiled, that there be among you no fornicator or godless person like Esau, who sold his birthright for a meal. You know that afterward he wanted to inherit his father's blessing, but he was rejected because he had no opportunity to alter his choice, even though he sought the blessing with tears. You have not drawn near to an untouchable mountain and a blazing fire, nor gloomy darkness and storm and trumpet blast, nor a voice speaking words such that those who heard begged that they could that they be not addressed to them. For they could not bear to hear the command. If even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned to death. Indeed, so fearful was the spectacle that Moses said, I am terrified and trembling. No, you have not drawn near to Mount Zion in the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to myriads of angels in festal gathering to the assembly of the firstborn enrolled in heaven, to God the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect, to Jesus the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood which speaks more eloquently than that of Abel. Do not refuse to hear him who speaks. For if the Israelites did not escape punishment when they refused to listen as God spoke to them on earth, how much greater punishment will be ours if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven? His voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, I will once more not only shake the earth, but heaven. And that once more shows that shaken, created things will pass away, so that only what is unshaken may remain. Wherefore, we who are receiving the unshakable kingdom should hold fast to God's grace through which we may offer worship acceptable to him in reverence and awe. For God is a consuming fire. You heard God speaking from the darkness and saw Mount Sinai ablaze with fire. You came to Moses crying, See how the Lord our God has shown us his greatness and his glory. Now you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. See how the Lord our God has shown us his greatness and his glory. Reading from a treatise on John by St. Augustine, Bishop. Dear brethren, the Lord has marked out for us the fullness of love that we ought to have for each other. He tells us, No one has greater love than the man who lays down his life for his friends. 
In these words, the Lord tells us what the perfect love we should have for one another involves. John the Evangelist, who recorded them, draws the conclusion in one of his letters. As Christ laid down his life for us, so we too ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. We should indeed love one another as he loved us, he who laid down his life for us. This is surely what we read in the proverb of Solomon. If you sit down to eat at the table of a ruler, observe carefully what is set before you, then stretch out your hand, knowing that you must provide the same kind of meal yourself. What is this ruler's table if not the one at which we receive the body and blood of him who laid down his life for us? What does it mean to sit at this table if not to approach it with humility? What does it mean to observe carefully what is set before you, if not to meditate devoutly on so great a gift? What does it mean to stretch out one's hand, knowing that one must provide the same kind of meal of oneself, if not what I have just said, as Christ laid down his life for us? So we, in our turn, ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. This is what the Apostle Paul said, Christ suffered for us, leaving us an example that we might follow in his footsteps. This is what is meant by providing the same kind of meal. This is what the blessed martyrs did with such burning love. If we are to give true meaning to our celebration of their memorials, to our approaching the Lord's table in the very banquet at which they were fed, we must, like them, provide the same kind of meal. At this table of the Lord we do not commemorate the martyrs in the same way as we commemorate others who rest in peace. We do not pray for the martyrs as we pray for those others. Rather, they pray for us, that we may follow in their footsteps. They practiced the perfect love of which the Lord said there could be none greater. They provided the same kind of meal as they had themselves received at the Lord's table. This must not be understood as saying that we can be the Lord's equals by bearing witness to him to the extent of shedding our blood. He had the power of laying down his life. We, by contrast, cannot choose the length of our lives, and we die even if it is against our will. He, by dying, destroyed death in himself. We are freed from death only in his death. His body did not see corruption, our body will see corruption, and only then be clothed through him in incorruption at the end of the world. He needed no help from us in saving us. Without him we can do nothing. He gave himself to us as the vine to the branches. Apart from him we cannot have life. Finally, even if brothers die for brothers, yet no martyr by shedding his blood brings forgiveness for the sins of his brothers, as Christ brought forgiveness to us. In this he gave us, not an example to imitate, but a reason for rejoicing. Inasmuch, then, as they shed their blood for their brothers, the martyrs provided the same kind of meal as they had received at the Lord's table. Let us then one love one another as Christ also loved us and gave himself up for us. God showed his love for us by sending his only Son into the world to give a, us life through him. Since God has loved us so much, we too should love one another. God loved us first and sent his own Son to be the sacrifice that takes away our sin. Since God has loved us so much, we too should love one another. Let us pray. Father, in your plan of salvation, your Son Jesus Christ accepted the cross and freed us from the power of the enemy. May we 
come to share the glory of his resurrection, for he lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.